Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Mexico, a country known for many good things, but also known for alarming crime rates. Last year, over a four-month period, the police in Ensenada, a city south of Tijuana, employed the use of drones to attempt to cut crime rates and the experiment was a huge success. The crime rate dropped by 10% with the drone assisting police in making 500 arrests and cutting robberies by 30%. But what happens when drones are not used for good but evil? Let's find out right now. I'm Tori Hodgman and welcome to the Smooth Criminal Podcast. Thanks to Smooth Criminal Groupie Mark of Melbourne, Australia, who suggested the theme for this week's episode. I found so many cases involving drones that I suspect we'll have another look at this topic in the future. If, like Mark, you have a suggestion for a show, you can either send us a message on our Facebook group, Smooth Criminal Groupies, leave a note under the podcast host you listen to, leave a note under the podcast host you listen to Smooth Criminal on, or send an email to smoothcriminalchannel at gmail.com. Drones are amazing technology and have given humans access to the skies and they take footage of incredible landscapes and scenery. But drones can also be very bad news when they end up in the hands of someone with less than decent intentions. In addition, drones pose a lot of problems for law enforcement as they are widely available they're not strictly regulated yet, and they can be flown remotely to assist in crimes, even though the operator may be far away from the crime scene at the time. Legislative weaknesses are also problematic when crimes are committed using drones. All the police can do is use the drone as evidence if they're able to catch it, and because limited laws exist regarding drones specifically, if a suspect is caught, they're usually only able to be charged with the offence itself and not for committing the said crime with a drone. Presumably laws will be amended sooner rather than later to help law enforcement adequately charge smooth criminals who are playing in what I like to call the drone zone. To Northern Ireland where, like most countries in the world, steps have been taken to protect people's PIN numbers when using ATMs. Many banks across the globe have installed privacy screens and dividers to help us keep our PINs safe. In 2016, in Temple Patrick, a drone was spotted filming people using an ATM, possibly to record the input of their PINs. Shortly after being spotted by people who were yelling and pointing at it, the drone took off at high speed and promptly collided with a taxi. A male suspect was arrested, but as the police were unable to prove he was using the drone for criminal purposes, he was simply forced to pay the owner of the taxi for damages caused by the drone. And in another story from Ireland, 
A drone was used in what could have potentially been a massive disaster when an Aer Lingus plane flying from Dublin to Gatwick Airport in London came very close to a mid-air collision with an illegal drone. Fortunately, the pilot reacted quickly and was able to take an emergency turn to avoid the drone, saving the lives of the 186 passengers and aircrew on board. In my research, I found an alarming number of incidents involving drones, planes and airports from all over the world, including the USA, where in mid-2018, records revealed almost 250 unregistered drones had been reported by pilots illegally flying in restricted airspace in the previous year. Prosecuting offenders for flying drones in restricted airspace is problematic, unless they commit a local or state crime, because it's still unclear who regulates restricted airspace and who in particular needs to take legal action. Hopefully US legislation will be enacted to sort these problems out, for at the moment dodgy drone operators can continue to risk lives without fear of prosecution. In addition to the USA, I found heaps of drone incidents regarding airspace all over the world, including Japan, where it's illegal to pilot drones over several locations, including airports, the United Emirates, England, Canada, Singapore, Germany, Italy, Scotland, Mexico, where in 2018, a Boeing 737 on its way to Tijuana was damaged in a mid-air drone hit. New Zealand and Norway are other countries where drones have invaded airspace. And I suspect this list is only going to get bigger. Safe travels, everyone. Well, that is when we can all start travelling again. Let's move now to creative criminal uses of drones. And in particular, stories of drones being used to smuggle drugs and contraband into prisons. To the Mansfield Correctional Institution in Ohio, where a drone was used as a drug mule to smuggle heroin, marijuana and tobacco over the walls of the prison. Once the drone had dropped the drugs to the intended recipient in one of the recreational areas, a massive fight broke out amongst the inmates and one person was able to grab the bundle of goodies and toss it over a fence into another recreational area. The prison's correctional officers managed to subdue the brawl using pepper spray, but then had to strip search nearly 200 inmates to find the contraband. And nine inmates ended up in solitary containment. Now on to Florida. Only in Florida. We're back in 2018. A mother-daughter team tried to deliver tobacco and mobile phones to an inmate at the Martin Correctional Institute by flying a remote-controlled drone over the prison wall with the contraband attached. Cassandra Kerr and her daughter, 22-year-old Kenchetta Didiano, were arrested outside the prison and the sheriff's officer report stated the contraband was intended for Kerr's husband and Didiano's dad. 
Who's your daddy, Didiano? Didiano, I just say that. Now over to Oklahoma, where a drone was also used to attempt to smuggle contraband over a prison wall. But on this occasion, not only was there tobacco, drugs and a mobile phone, but also some superglue and hacksaw blades. Fortunately, the drone pilot was not very skilled and the mission failed when the drone clipped the razor wire fence and crash landed, allowing many inmates to raid the supplies strapped to the drone before corrections officers were able to intervene. No one was charged over the incident. And now to Melbourne, Australia, where in 2018, a 28-year-old man also turned a drone into a mule when he attempted to smuggle a mobile phone and drugs into a maximum security prison. This was the first recorded incident of a drone mule in Australia. The not-so-smooth offender was still in the prison car park when the cops arrived and he was swiftly arrested. Still on drone smuggling contraband, but this time in Kent in England, a dude by the name of Daniel Kelly went to great lengths to paint his drone jet black and in addition he'd put tape over its lights. The mission was to fly the drone over the prison wall laden with unspecified contraband. The pilot, however, was a very bad drone operator and while it flew over the walls of the Swaleside Jail quite seamlessly, he fucked up when he landed the bloody thing right at the feet of a guard. His comment after being convicted and sentenced to 14 months imprisonment was that he was just stoked to have learned that the story had made the international news. (laughs) Drones have been used in all sorts of crimes. There seriously will be more episodes on drones down the track because I can't possibly cover them all in this episode. But here are some more gems. In 2017, the FBI and the US were trying to defuse a hostage situation when a huge swarm of drones approached the building and formed a circle, essentially blinding the agents and foiling their rescue efforts. To add insult to injury, cameras on the drones were also streaming the entire incident live on YouTube, further embarrassing the FBI and completely stuffing up their plans. Imagine driving down a road, looking up at a billboard, and there you see a photograph of yourself sunbaking in nothing but a G-string in your own backyard. Well, that is precisely what happened to 50-year-old Mandy Lingard, whose nudie Rudy picture was taken by a real estate agent's drone. The dodgy agent uploaded the picture to the net, printed it in a real estate magazine, and to make matters worse, whacked it on that big old fucking billboard. The billboard was taken down, but not before Mandy's entire family had seen it. How embarrassing. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the latest episode of Smooth Criminal and a huge thank you to Mark for suggesting this week's theme. You can listen to us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, Smooth Criminal podcast channel on YouTube and through our website at shows.acast.com forward slash smooth criminal. 
Please rate and review and share with your friends and help the smallest podcast in the world grow. And that's it for another week. So remember, don't get hit by, don't get droned by a smooth criminal.